Hi everyone, it's Heather here at HGA Medium. I hope everyone's having a beautiful day. It is sunny, a little bit humid, a bit breezy here in New York, but I will take it. I decided to name this episode Remembering Her. Now, it is exactly a year, or close to it, since the transition of a very, very important figure in my family, and that is my grandmother. I decided that I want to share a little bit of her life story and her impact on the lives of my family um, and the community around her, no matter where she was or no matter where she lived. She was just a force of nature that just just meant to, she was just here to help people, a genuine, you know, a genuine person, someone who just wanted everyone to succeed and do their best. I want to start this off with a passage from one of my uh, favorite books. The title of the book is called Spirit Hacking, and it's by Shaman Durek. And one of my favorite paragraphs in here is about, uh, about basically the victim consciousness. And it goes like this. At this phase in the blackout, a lot of people want to be acknowledged for their hardships, which is why we have so many people sharing their sob stories and hashtagging their trauma and telegraphing their pain out into the world, thinking that if people like their suffering, and if people comment on their suffering, and if people respond to their suffering, then their suffering has value. One of the things that I can definitely say about my grandmother is that she went through a lot of suffering but she didn't let the suffering define her she didn't let she didn't let the suffering alter her life path if anything it enhanced it and definitely gave her these layers of compassion and empathy that she was uh, i guess maybe not aware of or knew that it was on its way that she knew the suffering had a purpose she is part of that generation, she was born in 1924, of just fierce warrior-like women, but the way she did it was, uh, was remarkable. To be compassionate yet tough, to be understanding yet had such firm boundaries on her beliefs, it was something that if you had met her and you looked into her eyes, you would see a woman has gone through so much but she didn't let it break her. I come from a big Dominican family, so my family comes from the Dominican Republic. Um, she was born there and had immigrated to the Americas much later, I want to say probably around the 60s or 70s, and uh, didn't really pick up English that well, but she had this ability to understand anyone who was trying to communicate with her. Honestly, it was a gift. Um, she just was, she was just something else. One of the greatest things about her was that she was originally named after a saint. She was named after uh, Guadalupe, patron saint of the Americas, very, very popular figure in Mexico, um, in the Caribbean, and even to an extent to Spain. There's it's just a very, just it's just that that saint. Um, when she came over to this country, she changed her name to Luz. Now Luz. In Spanish means light but however her name didn't disappear uh, HGA medium that whole title was no mistake it's my first name which is Heather and my middle name which is Guadalupe 
So in many ways, I'm honoring my grandmother by simply living and existing, but I'm also honoring her lineage as well. And it's just those little bits and pearls of wisdom that, you know, you just get instilled in you at a young age and it doesn't really click all together until you're much older and you realize like, wow, I come from this amazing line of, of, of women and an amazing line of men as well who just made their way into the world. They didn't have instructions. They didn't have a map, so to speak, and just made their mark. Now, some of you might not know who she is, but there are so many people who can tell you all the wonderful things she has done from strangers to people I myself have never even met who just be like, oh yeah, I know her. And it's just, it's just absolutely, uh, it's, it's amazing. And that's why I want to share this story. One of the greatest things about her name ever look it up, if you ever look up uh, the patron, uh, patron saints, uh, if you ever got into that, um, she just, she's just this nurturing mother figure, and she's often depicted, you know, with, a, I usually see her with a, a green shroud, very loving, looking very somberly, but with just this, it's almost as if she's waiting for like this tender embrace. If that doesn't describe my grandmother, I honestly have no idea. I think her parents knew right when she was born like she just she just embodies that um i know it's a touchy subject but we did have to deal with things like racism prejudice and you know dealing with prejudices prejudicism i think that's a word um and dealing with misogyny growing up here and i i can personally relate to that as well um so she wasn't always that mothering nurturing figure she wasn't a doormat she wasn't a doormat at all. She definitely instilled hard values to my aunts and uncles, which then in turn she instilled to me. My grandmother was very, very, um, she would say fortunate, and I would say poor thing, raised just about three, maybe four generations of us. Like she was just that influential in our lives. I want to kind of bridge together and to help people understand who are not Dominican or Latin, um, how even people who weren't gravitated towards her. I'm sure many of you are familiar with the Greek goddess Athena. She is considered the goddess of war, but she is also considered the goddess of wisdom and strategy. And dealing with basically a, a world run by men, not saying that all men are terrible, but being a powerhouse of a female, I said she was a force of nature, you're gonna run into these type of conflicts and challenges kind of going up against the status quo, things that you know are not right that they're not okay that definitely you know times have changed because a lot of people realize that it wasn't um that it wasn't okay to do that to to women or to uh, people of color um 
the reason why I'm making this connection is just that's how my grandmother had to operate in this life. But she had to embody a lot of those traits of that goddess. She had to think. Now, when people hear goddess of war or god of war, they think of that bloodthirsty battle in the fields, in the sands, in an arena. You know, there's a lion involved. It's very, very dramatic. It's not how my grandmother was. She was very strategic and she learned to pick her battles. She learned when to actually influence or physically alter something or situation or she knew when to give wisdom and advice to someone who was going through that situation or someone who was looking to help her because she was in a, in a difficult predicament. Now, she had this unique ability, and I say that probably with a lot of bias actually, to be able to say to someone who was in conflict how to win a battle whether it was with yourself or with an other but she did so in a way that it had the least fallout or the least karma being returned back to them it's it's something that i have admired and i've tried to embody that trait and again with that bias it's like i feel like i could never walk in her shoes but i i do my best to to live by what she has taught and the you know the words that she would say she was a very very devout woman as well very very devout put her belief in Christ and put her belief in God she was just you could never take that from her you could never take she would always put you know everything in la mano de Dios in the hands of God and with that being said I just can recall a time where things were a little tumultuous in my family. There was a lot of things going on. There were a lot of personal things affecting personal people, whether it was work-related, relationships, you name it. And I just remember everyone just going to her for advice. Now, this wasn't, you know, you know, her children who were, you know, not of age. Like, they were full, full-fledged adults, you know, with kids of their own. And just seeking a little bit of that wisdom from her uh, not realizing that in her own way she has gone through it. We as like children or grandchildren like keep forgetting that our parents and our grandparents were young once and there was a time where they didn't know anything. My grandmother was a Sagittarius, but if you met her you would never you you wouldn't see that 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 you know that little you know firecracker that she can be. And it's something that I always wondered, you know, did she ever have to, you know, lose it on somebody and, you know, blow her steam and, and I don't know, I don't want to say hurt because she never intentionally meant to hurt someone. It's just she would protect her family at any cost. That's just how she was. She protected people who, you know, were the underdog, people who would never stand a chance against the forces that be that sought to do them harm. She just was, she was just like that, very intelligent. That was another thing that I, I noticed about her, and, and forgive me for the way that I say this, it was, has to do a lot with her passing, with her transitioning, of how smart she, she was and how she is, as one of the gifts of being a psychic medium is that I can still, I can still talk to her. I can still hear from her. It's, it goes great with the goddess Athena. 
because you know her counterpart Ares being you know the god of war um that would that would be her brother it's um she never had like the thirst for it like people associate fire signs with that passion that creativity that raw energy of fighting and winning a battle she never wanted to fight something that she knew someone would get hurt in so that is somebody who has gone through a lot of pain that is somebody who has gone through things that we don't understand that we just are very fortunate and blessed that we can hear it you know basically via third party we are hearing her experiences through everyone else why i think it's so important to remember that generation i mean dare i say it i'm a millennial or gen y which is my preferred term um is they've gone through it they have gone through a lot of what we've gone through and then worse and you don't hear people my age saying it that way at least i don't they made it easier for us to do what we want to do she had to come here and not understand the language and yes we that's something that we've heard in our lives i've even heard it of you know if you, you know speak english that's a conversation i've had multiple times and you know would make my blood boil but um without her without my family i wouldn't know the languages that i know i wouldn't be able to do the things that i do i know that with my family we especially you know my mom my aunts and my uncles and um, even my father to an extent they went through that second level of hardship too of also being immigrants and having to kind of climb the American ladder to get it to the top, the American dream. Uh, my grandmother is the big force behind it, and I don't think any of them would ever disagree with me. So, what does this have to do with what I do? Why I look up to her so much? My my grandmother had this unique way of being in contact with her higher self, the being in contact with the divine. There was something about the way she prayed, and if, like I said, if you come from a very like a Latin family, or I'll even go as far as say as a devout family, prayer is so important, and she lived by it. She lived by every word that came out of her mouth. There was nothing like her anointing you with agua florida, or anointing you with whatever she had in her room, or or in the on the table on her altar. And just you know laying down these blessings of protection on you if you are familiar on social media you will uh, see that you'll see a post that said your grandmother's prayers are still protect protecting you I firmly believe that I believe she is still such a guiding force in all our lives and some people are aware of it some people aren't and if you know my family if you know me personally and you're hearing this don't think for a second she's not guiding you too because that's how she was and that's how she is she is still being that little voice of wisdom like no no hija no camina por aquí eso deje eso hombre solo little things like that which is you know no daughter walk this way or no leave that man alone like that was her that's not to say that she wasn't a jokester 
She definitely loved playing jokes. I really don't know exactly. I, I, I don't know exactly how to put this in a way that everyone can take from this episode. But I just want to I just want to say that there's always somebody like that in our lives. And if you think there isn't, it's because you haven't met that person. There's a lot of my friends who have called just to talk to my grandmother, who have been to my house and just call her abuela. Just, that's, that's, that was just her. There's a lot of people who I met who are family friends and called her abuela or called her mother. To me, she was a walking saint. She was just perfect. There was nothing that she could do wrong. And I say that after the fact, not really understanding growing up that, you know, why is she telling me this? Why is she, you know, ruining my life? As every teenager would say. Um, my goodness, I am afraid to even think of the person I would have become had she had not been a part of my life the way that she was. Um, I'm 29. And I, every now and then, I still need her words. And every now and then, I still need to get that feedback from her, get that you know validation that I am doing the right thing, that I am doing what I'm meant to do, that I am helping in that way. I mean, I some could say it's a complex, but it's a matter of I really want to make her proud. And I'm sure if she's listening, she's saying, yep, you're, I'm proud of you. And even then, that can never be enough. Um, one of the big messages I would want anyone to take from this is to really, really honor your grandparents. And I'm not saying that to you know disregard anything that was abusive or harmful or caused you trauma. Uh, that's, not, that's not it at all. It's just to understand that they were human too. If, they, if they're still around, you know, heaven bless you. Like, yeah, that's amazing. But if you can, assuming all is well, sit with them and listen to their story. Listen to their experiences. Ask them, did you go through something like this? How'd you meet, you know, how'd you meet grandma? How'd you meet grandpa? How did this all happen? How did I get here? Write it down. Take, take everything that they say to you because in there are just these words of wisdom that I don't I don't want it to be lost in today's you know in today's age and especially in my generation the generation after there is just something about that generation there's just something about it that I feel is lacking within ours and the younger generation I think that we all have a responsibility to honor where we came from. And that is not to say that where we come from is always, you know, beautiful and it's lovely and there was flowers and daisies and we never knew pain, but it's to honor the pain and the struggle and the trauma and the hardships that really pushed us here. Anyways, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. I do plan on posting.
pictures of her on my Instagram, on my Facebook, and on Twitter, just so you guys can get a feel for pretty much the woman who shaped me to be who I am today, who had such a huge influence, one of the many influences I had in my life, and uh, and understand where I get um, where I get my charm from. I got it from her. Anyways, I love you all, and I will catch you on the next episode.